In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Many of you were here yesterday, on the 28th of June, when we in the Church commemorate St. Irenaeus of Leon, and you saw that the now Reverend David Books was ordained into the Holy Ministry. A good choice, June 28th. Irenaeus was one of the earliest Church Fathers, he was only one generation removed from the Apostle St. John. Irenaeus's theology and life still resonate in the Church, and we would not confess what we confess today about Christ had it not been for him. It was he who said, the glory of God is the human person fully alive. And he also said this, He who was the Son of God became the Son of Man, that man might become the Son of God. David also could have chosen the day before, the 27th of June, which is the commemoration of St. Cyril of Alexandria, someone who I have come to know very well. Cyril's Christological formulations are the foundation for a Lutheran understanding that when we speak of Jesus, we speak of the person of Christ, divine and human nature. Now with these two saints, Irenaeus of Leon and Cyril of Alexandria, David joins an august group of confessors of the faith whose confession of the person of Christ informs David's every theological thought, whether he realizes it or not. But as many of you know, yesterday was also the vigil of St. Peter and St. Paul, the feast we celebrated yesterday and we celebrate today here at St. John's, and this makes yesterday an even more noble choice by David to be ordained into the holy ministry. For not only does he join pastors like Irenaeus and Cyril, he now joins the apostolic train of none other than St. Peter and St. Paul. Peter and Paul the two great apostles, the two great heroes of the early church. We know more about these two men than anyone else in the New Testament besides Jesus and John the Baptist. We see in them the glory of God as human beings fully alive, as Irenaeus said. Peter, first among equals, the rock upon which the church was built, the one who began both the Jewish and Gentile missions, the only person who was both an apostle and a bishop, bishop first of Jerusalem and then of Rome. And Peter is considered the apostle to the Jews, a born leader, 
whose full humanity is revealed to us in so many ways in the New Testament. Paul, Pharisee, the smartest man in the room, persecutor of the church, converted on the road to Damascus and called there to be the apostle to the Gentiles, passionate for Christ, for the gospel, for the truth, the man of justification and sanctification whose sublime theology defines Lutheranism more than any other New Testament writer. When the evangelist St. Luke wrote the book of Acts, he wrote it as the story of Peter in Acts 1 to 11 and then the story of Paul in Acts 12 to 28. And in today's first and second readings, we have two of the three places in the New Testament where Peter and Paul appear together in the same place. The first reading from Acts 15 concerns the Apostolic Council in Jerusalem in the year 49 AD. The single most important event in the first century outside of the death resurrection, and ascension of Jesus. The second reading from Galatians 2 records an earlier private meeting where Paul and Barnabas travel from Antioch, representing the Gentile point of view, to Jerusalem to meet with the pillars of the church in Jerusalem who represent the Jewish point of view. And those pillars were Peter, John, and James, the brother of Jesus, the now Bishop of Jerusalem. Peter, missionary to the Jews, Paul, missionary to the Gentiles, together in two meetings that will decide the future of the church. And the question that they confronted was one that we still confront today. Was the church to be a church saved by grace or a church saved by works of the law? And Peter and Paul agree, Jews and Gentiles, it is by grace, free and liberating grace that frees us and liberates us to be Christ's holy people. That future of grace was based on the most remarkable confession of Peter in today's Gospel reading that happened in Caesarea Philippi, that climactic moment in all the Gospels where Peter, for the first time, a human being confessing that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, Paul, Irenaeus, Cyril, David, and all pastors who follow it in the apostolic line confess this fundamental reality about the person of Christ, both God and man. And immediately following this confession, the confession that Peter makes 
in front of all the disciples, Jesus will tell all of them this, that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders, chief priests, and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. This is the apostolic confession of what the Christ, the Son of the living God, has done for the world and for you. Built on the foundation of Christ's shed blood and his breaking of death's strong bands is your forgiveness. The keys given to Peter, given to the church, unlock heaven for you. And your sins are forgiven because Christ has suffered, died, risen, and ascended for you. Freedom from sin and life together in Christ forever. This is the gospel preached by Peter to the Jews and Paul to the Gentiles, the two apostles we honor this day. The gospel of Christ crucified. This is the gospel preached by all pastors ordained into the apostolic ministry of Peter and Paul. And so now with Paul, the apostles to the Gentiles, we boldly confess, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.